You may have heard about or are already using our favorite system, Loom. But did you know that you can actually leverage Loom to help you educate your clients before you ever even meet them? Today, we're going to talk about one of the simplest yet most effective ways of saving time while actually elevating the personalization of your client experience. You just touched on personalization, and I'll just say it. Our intention for this episode is to prove that leveraging technology and automations can actually enhance the personalization of your client experience. Usually when people think automation or technology, they think, okay, you're taking away that special touch that only human-to-human contact can provide. And we're going to debunk that a little bit. So stay tuned if you're thinking that's just not possible. I provide high-level touch for my clients. Yes, we, we support that. We realize that. But there are so many ways that you can leverage Loom as a system to help educate your clients on how you work and then also provide feedback all while making it more convenient for them. Hey, it's your travel industry best friends, Robin and Jen from Teat. We're obsessed with practically anything that touches your business and allows you to scale to the level of success that you've always dreamt of. With Robin's background in sales and marketing and Jennifer's experience as a management level HR professional, we grew a small itinerary creation company into a multi-million dollar travel agency. And now we aim to help others skip the hard stuff and get right to the big wins. We're probably each recording this holding a glass of wine. So pour one up with us, grab a seat, and join us to talk all things travel and business. The first argument that we have is that creating convenience is personal. Any way you can actually make something more convenient for your client, that is red carpet service to me. Robin and I are like, we want convenience over hopping on a phone call. If you can provide me that and information and education that I can look at at a time that's convenient for me, to me, that's luxury. 100%. First off, let's just tackle that. So when you record a Loom, and if you're not familiar with what Loom is, Loom is a non-synchronous recording system. And what that means is that it's not live. You're actually pre-recording something to provide to your audience. And it is one person speaking and its focus is to share your screen. So your camera is in a little bubble in the corner. You don't actually even have to show your face. If you don't want to, you could just have your logo. To me, I think like for the purpose of this conversation, let's assume that we're showing our face because that's where the connection can come from is when someone sees a face versus a logo. My immediate thought is a human versus I'm being sold to. I don't want to just look at your logo because that doesn't that doesn't feel personal at all. So let's assume that when you use Loom, you are keeping your camera on and you're sharing your screen, but you're also creating a customized piece of content that the client can view at any time. So obviously that goes with the convenience factor, but it's also think about, and we'll touch on proposals in a minute, but think about you're getting a video from your service provider that allows you to make watching this information actually an enjoyable experience versus fitting it into your calendar, grab a glass of wine, watch a video with your spouse or your travel partner, whoever it is, it starts to become part of the experience, which elevates everything. And then lastly, showing your face, that leads to the personalization. To me, those three components, creating convenience, providing that personalized piece of content for someone to view at that convenience, and then also showing your face that allows someone to feel connected to you. Those are the three tenants to make Loom 
successful in a way of personalization. So we're going to kick this off and we're going to talk about the different ways that you can use this system to streamline your process and elevate the client experience. So first up, Robin, tell us a little bit about the initial point of contact that someone can have as a client with Loom. Typically, what a majority of travel advisors will do is be like, hi, welcome. Let's hop on a phone call and talk through your trip, which is great. That makes so much sense. We love a personal touch point, all of that. However, a lot of that phone call is spent discussing things you discuss a million times. When it came to my like inquiry call, I could do it over and over and over again because the content never changed. It was, hi, my name is Robin. This is what I do. This is how I work with you. Here's what I charge. Here's all the stuff that you get by working with me and how it benefits you. All of the things that people want to know and maybe have questions about. But not everybody has the time to just keep doing the sales pitch over and over. So one really awesome way to utilize Loom is to embed almost a welcome video on your website to you on video, talking through your process, talking through your business, what matters to the client, all the things that's going to get them pre-sold before they even hop on a call to talk about their trip with you and all of like the details that you need to get across. And it could be like a secret sales page or a secret page where they submit an inquiry form and it picks them up and puts them over to this. Yeah, you did it. Like your inquiry form has landed safely in my inbox. Before we get started and hop on a call, click here and watch our little Mm -hmm. video about XYZ, all the things you want to cover. I would say with a welcome video, better, short and sweet. You want to hook them enough and give them enough information for them to want to schedule a call or want to talk to you more. And it doesn't even have to be secret. You could do this on your about page. You could do this on the contact page above the form that they fill out. It doesn't have to be like behind the scenes by any means. But you could also link this video to your automatic responder so that when somebody sends you an email and they're like, hey, I'm trying to plan a trip with you. And then that automatic email goes back that you always have up or on your email or Outlook or whatever you use. You could have a link in there that sends them a link to the video. Like new client, click here to watch our welcome video or to learn more about our process. It allows you to, again, like Jen said, make that connection, show your face, show your personality, but also like explain the fee structure before your call. That's always a weird feeling. So having something about your fee structure will get that out of the way on the front end. Also, you can explain communication best practices because those are super important and how you work your hours, you know, what it looks like when you're in travel and how to contact you. I think it it shows that you are a professional service provider by anticipating needs. I think that's what luxury is. Luxury is anticipating needs. And not everyone has time to hop on phone calls 24-7. If you're listening to this in hopes of hearing a single nugget of information that could change your business, then let us share the one thing that transformed our days from scattered to streamlined, creating a defined client experience with templated emails, forms, and automated task lists. That's exactly why we created our Elevated Experience Workflow. Designed to work in TravelJoy, but easily transferable to other platforms, our program can help you skip the copy-paste routine, save you from sending touchpoint texts on weekends, avoid missing important details, and protect your business by capturing signatures throughout the process. And if you're also thinking, that's great, but when do I have time to implement all that? Skip the stress and use the button in the program portal to have us implement your new client workflow within days. The key to loyal returning clients and the link to protect your piece is in the show notes. 
I like that because it makes it a vetting process. And the convenience is also that someone that's not a good fit for your process is not ending up on an intake call with you. And we adopted this from a client, but clear is kind. And so being able to say, here's our process, here's what you can expect when working with us, you're allowing them to know exactly what to expect before ever taking 30 minutes out of their day. It's not just about us saving time. It is, again, being a service provider is about making life more convenient for your clients and your non-clients in this situation. Make it so that the only people that ever get on the phone with you, they know exactly what to expect by working with you. And they can be more excited on the call. You're like, okay, you know how I work. You've been welcomed. I've got, you've gotten through the process and we're, we're still here. So let's focus on you now. And you can really make that call a connection call versus an information word vomit, like you said. And Loom has a really cool functionality where it'll actually let you know if somebody's viewed your videos. So you can always, wherever you have your welcome video, you can look and see if somebody's or a client has actually viewed it. If not, then that's like an awesome thing to follow up with. You know, I saw that you might not have had a chance to watch my welcome loop. Here it is again. I definitely recommend taking a look in there. I covered this, that, and this. Um, mm-hmm. They exactly know, you know, what to expect and not just be like, oh, it's a 20-minute video for rambling. You just touched on something. I think managing the expectation of how long the video is going to be too. I want to know when I open an email and it says, watch this five-minute video, I'm like, oh, okay, I can do that. But if I open it up and it's 20 minutes, I'm like, I feel duped. I feel like 20 minutes a lot. You're like, wow, I could watch a 20 minute episode of something else right now. So I think you want to, when you are doing something like this, short, sweet to the point, like again yeah. and again, like get your script down, practice it a couple of times. And then I would not do over five minutes for a while. No way. That's what the call's for. Or else they're going to be like, well, yeah. why are we doing both? Like I, I just watched you for 30 minutes and we have to hop on a 30 minute call. It's what we love. It doesn't have to be what our clients love. I think sometimes we forget we're passionate about something. So we end up talking so much about it. And it's like, they just really want a great trip. So like three minutes is actually ideal. Exactly. And you can even like, if you want to get really crazy with it on your website, you could create like an FAQs page on your website with a loom corresponding to certain questions. Oh, I love that. You know what I mean? Like when, how to explain how your pricing structure is. Sometimes that just feels a little bit more understanding when you're like hearing somebody talk about it versus reading copy on a website. I think copy can get a little weird with it and make it feel pretty impersonal. So I know some people, it's like just a better way to explain some of like those weird topics. But having that FAQ page on your website where it's like broken out by like the types of questions could be a huge game changer. And then embedding those looms like we talked about. So people really have all the information they need to make decisions about your services and all of that. So funny that you said that because I hadn't thought about that, but I know Lucia does that. It's great. So like I watched a video and I was like, oh, I understand this better. Now let's assume that you have created a welcome, nice to meet you kind of video and you've put it on your website, or you've even made a lead generator out of it, and now you have it as a redirect, and you've gotten an email, like all these cool things you can do with it. It's like, actually, the possibilities are endless. But let's assume that you've made that one of the options for the first point of contact, that they either see it on your website, or they've gotten your, thank you for submitting your form, not autoresponder, but like just that confirmation page, 
You could even integrate that in your, if you have it linked on Loom or in Vimeo, you could just put that in your TravelJoy form responder. So let's assume that's all set up. Now you're getting to, that person has submitted the inquiry form to you, and now you need to respond back to them with your Calendly link and your How We Work guide. I think you can differentiate these in various ways where the initial video is more kind of like business. And then that second video is like a true welcome. You've made it into my sphere. Now let's get excited about this intake call. And let me tell you how to prepare for this intake call. And then you go into what you should come to the call with, an ideal budget, any travelers that are key decision makers. And you start to teach this person how your process works by like, just sprinkling these little nurture videos along the way. So now you've got the business. Now you can create the hype. And I think that would be a really cool way of ensuring that everyone that gets on your intake call, it's going to be a very efficient call and it's going to be the most fruitful call possible. And these are videos that you could record. Honestly, it could be done recording these in 10 minutes and then you can just weave them into your client experience in a couple hours. I think this is like a half day project. All the things we're going to talk about. Knocking out on your next CEO day. It's the perfect thing. Right? I'm just, I'm like getting excited all over again. I'm like, why did, why did we not do all of these things? But I don't think we thought about Loom outside of the capabilities that we're going to touch on in a minute, like proposals and wrap up videos. Anyway, segue, perfect transition. Robin, you are going to talk about sending proposals. And this is where Loom originated for us. So, Tell us a little bit on like why we kind of felt like this was a great way of delivering proposals and what someone can include in those videos. I honestly forget how we found Loom, but I do know that this was the first way we used it. You remember how we found it? I do. You're going to love it. It was Chantel. Our friend who is also a client, she owned a social media company and we got a, a proposal for social media management through her. And she sent us this video. And I was like, what in the world was that? I was like, that was so cool. I felt so cool opening it. So I knew that if we had this reaction, I immediately sent it to you. And I was like, can you imagine if we did this for travel? And I don't think anyone was doing it yet. Yeah. So it it wowed us, but she sent us a proposal and it was all about like the social media things she was going to cover for ET at the time. But she like actually talked through the proposal and like that sounds so silly because you're like, well, the details are there. And it's like, yeah, but once you hear her explain things, because there's reasons why you choose a hotel. There's reasons why you're, you know, you're taking a taxi versus whatever, calling an Uber in this destination. There's all these like little details that to us make so much sense. But to other people, they might question it and stuff. So Loom's it was really one of those things where Jen was like, oh my God, we need to be doing this with clients yeah. immediately. And Loom is free if you should, like record under five minutes. So we started doing it, but it was really awesome, especially for proposals because again, with the connection piece on the beginning of the sales process, you got to hear the inflection and like why you chose what you chose and why you made the decisions you made on this particular itinerary. And like, Jen, you mentioned that you love pasta. I have this fabulous place in Rome. I'm not kidding. It's going to knock your socks off. Like, I cannot wait for you to experience this experience. All of these really awesome sales tactics that didn't feel salesy because it's not salesy (laughs) when you're talking about things that you truly know and passionate about. 
when you're like matchmaking people to a perfect itinerary, that's not sales. That's like doing your job really well. And this helped us do that and explain that to clients. So aside from us just being able to kind of geek out without hopping on a phone call, because phone calls are kind of intrusive, it allowed us to manage expectations more as well. So we got to explain the whole process behind why we made the itinerary the way we made it and all of these things and reiterate any sort of like details that need to be reiterated inside of the itinerary as we go through it. It also creates that trust. They get to hear us. They get to see our little face in the little corner bubble and watch our inflection and like how excited we get and all of that. So it creates trust that like I actually know what I'm talking about when I'm sending you this proposal. It's not just whoop, threw it together. There was no real thought at all. It all comes from like our expertise and our background. Also with logistics, we were booking a lot of Italy at the time, a lot of Europe, and there were a lot of logistics with FIT trips. I would sit down and write emails sometimes and I'm like, you're going here, you're doing this, you're doing this. The email was honestly a novel. Like it means ridiculous. And I'm like, nobody's reading this. I have to explain it, but nobody is reading it. So at that point, like maybe it would have been better to hop on a call. But again, like I'm creeping through itineraries. This person's a busy, you know, they're working like and then when they can't hop on a call, it's after work. That's not my work hours and I don't work weekends. So it was just difficult to all the pieces that needed to be relayed were relayed in a way that somebody, if they forgot, could go back and replay it. Also, how many times have you sat down with somebody on a sales call and been like, okay, well, this is great. Let me talk to my wife about it. Send her the loom. Like now you don't have to waste your time waiting for like the second decision maker to come into play. And is the husband going to relate it to the wife the same way I relate it to him in such a great sales pitch? It's all about controlling the way the information is presented. And that's why I think Loom is just so incredibly valuable for the sales process. You just touched on something that I I think is really important to discuss the functionality of Loom because that say, for example, you just referred to a husband reviewing an itinerary and wanting his wife's input. You can also write notes for feedback and it timestamps those notes so that someone can see like exactly where in the video that comment was made and they can go to it and be like, oh, that is a good point. And then it becomes this community of feedback, especially if you've got a group and you're looking to get everyone on the same page. Frankly, we all know that when you're planning for a group, it can just be like herding cats. And so that is how I, that's the only way I've been able to do groups is by delivering pre-recorded information because that's the guarantee that someone's going to watch it. If you have a Zoom, because all of my groups have been like company retreats. So to have these Zooms, it's like, okay, well, Bob couldn't make it. So let's just move on and we'll send him the recording. Okay, well, I'm sorry, but I still think that getting a Zoom recording seems way more impersonal. And I don't know the psychology of this. And this is interesting, Robin, because Katie on our team, we were talking about it the other day. I'm like, why is Loom so much more approachable than watching a Zoom? Why is that? I never watch Zoom recordings and I find it for all those free trainings online and all that. And I'll get the Zoom recording. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll watch that later. I never watch it. I agree. But Loom, I do. I feel like Zoom is known to be like the collaborative, like it's a community. Loom is like, oh, they did this special for me. It feels more intimate. But you also mentioned phone calls versus long emails. And I'll be honest, when I did proposals, I was not offering a phone call to review a proposal. My Calendly was reserved for intake calls and wrap-up calls. 
And if someone wanted a call in between, I would push back and say, I'd love to answer some questions for you. I'm out of the office until next week. Can I provide you with any information? If you send it by email, I'll do my best to get that information back to you for a couple of reasons. So don't like hate on me before you say I'm a liar. I don't like not having things documented. I want to know that I told you certain information along the way that I can refer back to if you ever kind of contradict my recommendations and then I can push back in that way. But so anything in the sales process, I want it documented and I'm big on that. I came from HR and documentation is everything. And if you don't have it documented, it probably didn't exist. And so I just believe that every part of your process, even your sales process should protect you. So that's just something to think about is that once you have it recorded, it does create, especially if you like export it and save it in a permit file, it does create this digital timestamp of information delivery that's in a much more comprehensive way. If I were doing emails, sometimes I would forget that, you know, something wasn't included or it was per person or all of these details that come up a lot more organically when you're talking through an itinerary. And I would also catch things that I was like, oh, I just saw this. I'm actually going to ask the supplier about it for you. And I would incorporate kind of my candid, I don't know, like audit in that recording. So they knew that I was absorbing every piece of that itinerary and I wasn't just lobbing them over a concept. So the value piece of this is huge too, where Robin mentioned actually creating that trust and showcasing your value and your knowledge on the destination. That's what people are paying their fees for. They can book the trip themselves. So by you showing up in their inbox with this personalized video that took you actually half the time it was going to take to get on a phone call with them and giving them the convenience factor of watching it when it works for them and over delivering on information because it's one person going through a script rather than being interrupted and deviating from the topic, you're going to be able to give more information, more thorough information. I just feel like it's such a you're also more likely to secure a high ticket sales trip than you are a more budget trip because you can talk about the reason why you selected certain upsell items. To your point on the email, you also mentioned like explaining the different options in an email. That's too much. I don't want to give my clients too many options, especially in writing, because then they're going to copy paste, put it in the search bar, and they're going to go down a rabbit hole. I want them to see what I want them to see. and then. I want to say in a verbal way, you can upgrade to XYZ or we can scale back here. And just giving those options rather than typing it out made it much more fluid than it did like this actual option for them to consider. Yeah, too many decisions leads to like a cloudy decision maker. That's not the phrase. There is an actual sales phrase, but the basic science is like presenting less options closes the sale faster. It just has so many functionalities. And I mean, we've adopted it over the course of five years of using it because we don't even use it just for clients anymore. Now we're using it for our team and managing their team and creating our SOPs. So it's it's a really, really cool platform. Um, Wow. I didn't even touch on any of the team management part of this or like the actual SOP process logging of this. But that's like a whole different episode. Truly. No, it's we talk about it a lot in our agency expansion program because it does our whole entire onboarding. The whole section on onboarding goes into like Loom and how we basically don't onboard our 
helpful to like employees too much. Like it's a lot of training on their own, followed by like end of the day calls and stuff like that. But if you're interested, you're hiring, go check out that program. It's really awesome. And of course, throughout the sales process, you can also infuse it after the sales process and like any sort of nurture videos, getting people excited about, you know, where they're going and all of your wrap up emails instead of having wrap up calls. Maybe do a wrap-up review of the itinerary. You send it off to the client. Hey, you know, the capability is like comment at any point in the video where you have questions. I will get back to you right away. So I know exactly what you have a question about. I always push back on people who are like, well, that's impersonal. And it's like, no, it's not. It's You're not taking time out of their day. And they're not having to rearrange their schedule to fit yours because that feels super impersonal to me. Some things I would say, just like suggestions when you are creating a loop for clients, number one, make sure that you're changing the video title so that you know exactly who the loom is going to. Yeah. If you're like us and you keep doing them for clients over and over again, loom will automatically update the title. So I would definitely be like Italy honeymoon um, intake call or something, whatever it is, but definitely name it or else you will get like black hole of random videos that you're like, what was this for? And I also really like, I saw an uptick when I did this previously, when I did create a loom, I would go and like do a timestamp for when like the important things that I wanted them to watch are. So if I'm talking about pricing at minute three, second 55 or whatever, I would put that so that if they had questions and needed to jump around or they needed to rewatch the video, it was almost like a little guide of at what time I'm talking about what you'll get a lot more viewership if you watch that way so you don't lose somebody. It's almost like a table of contents, if you will. I do love that. I like the timestamp, just like a podcast. Like if you look in our show notes, it tells you what you expect at a certain points so people can hop to it. Yeah, that's really nice. I also use this for not just proposals, but also like managing feedback. So if someone came back to me and they're like, I watched the video, I have these questions. One, I can immediately know if they actually watched the video by their questions. And if they don't, I do push back. I always push back and say, it sounds like some of these questions have been addressed already in the video. Please just rewatch or I can point them to an actual timestamp in the video like you just mentioned. But if it's something like, actually, we want to end in the Amalfi Coast and that's how we originally planned our trip, I use Loom to pull up a map and manage that expectation by going through the logistics of something. So I will actually take it a step further than just sending the proposals. And now I'm going to respond to feedback by explaining certain things. And if they have a question on the hotel, I'm going to pull up that hotel website and I'm going to show the amenities or the rooftop or just highlight certain things. I had one client that, of course, their best friends told them that another hotel was a better option. And i Hold them up side by side. And I said, you like modern style. This is why I gave you this. This is the hotel they're talking about. And I just gave this like visual compare and contrast. And they went with the property that I recommended because they now understood. But I didn't have to talk on the phone to explain that. And I had more visual aid. And I think we live in a very visual time. So having visual aids is a much more impactful way of selling than just getting on the phone and talking through something. Well, travel is so visual. It's so experiential. Mm-hmm. You cannot just sell travel by being like, here's your invoice. Are you ready to pay it? That's just never going to connect for the majority of travelers. Like they want to be wooed. They want to they want to hear you talk about that beautiful, you know, catamaran cruise through the Greek Isles. 
They want to hear all of the scuba diving, the adventure in the Maldives, like all these things that plays into the whole experience. Because if I mean, if traveling was just getting on a plane and checking into a hotel, then that would be so boring. But like it's all the other factors that, you know, you really want to like sell them on. Also help your bottom line at the end of the day because they're like, oh my gosh, they're snorkeling. I had no idea. Okay, made me start to think about how you could actually use the loom in your nurture sequence to start upselling people along the way. For example, if you've got an Amazon affiliate link or if you've got a relationship with Flytographer, you could easily create a video and put that at the 90-day point that automatically goes out into that 90-day countdown that's like, hey, if you're wanting to add an experience to your itinerary, I love working with Flytographer. And you can tell them all about Flytographer and go over to Flytographer, tell them how to actually use your code to create a photo shoot. You can share some of your photos if you've used it before. Just like, again, creating this personal connection that it may be something that you can actually make commission on or an affiliate link through Amazon where you're talking through any of your travel supplies or any additional excursions on Project Expedition. So there are different ways that you can use this for passive income to just keep inching towards a higher commission and a higher ticket trip for each thing. And then at 45 days, if it's something like teaching them how to input their passport number on the airline, and you can make different ones like, okay, they're going United, they're going Delta, and you could have in Loom, you can create libraries and you can pull these airlines and you could incorporate it into their scheduled task list. If you're really looking to, this is next level automation that we're talking about here, right? Like you're getting super personal with it, but if you have a very high-end client or even an ultra luxury client, you might want to do this, especially with all this time you're saving by not having one-on-one meetings. You could make your task lists really robust to the point where it's guiding the client for you and you are forecasting their questions and nothing is reactive, essentially. Like you have built this completely proactive task list that just makes them feel like they don't have any questions for you. I just think that's the dream. I love the idea of little tutorials too, because like if you're using Travify and they can download the app, you can actually put Loom on your phone and log into your same account and create a like screen recording on your phone, walking them through, okay, like here's your itinerary. Here's how to download the app. Here's what the app looks like. The reason we love using the app is because it automatically will update your flights should anything get delayed or rescheduled or anything like that. So I think those little tutorials are so helpful too, especially because most people are pretty visual um, with stuff like technology and things like that. I love that. And then like the day before, here's how to check in for your flight. All these things you can make one time. You don't have to make them over and over again. We're not saying customize every video. In fact, the only videos that we're discussing when it comes to customization is pretty much your proposal and then your wrap up. And the wrap up to me is like the beefy of the beefiest email because you're going to walk through that entire itinerary again, just like you did in the proposal. But now you're introducing a lot more information. And I'll defer to Robin because we actually just wrapped up her Italy trip. And I even sent in my email, I was like, I'll do a proper loom for you if you want me to. But so helpful to go through yeah. and like actually be like, okay, here's why I say to get a taxi and set a booking a transfer through your hotel to here and here. And like, Hey, I didn't book you a gondolier ride in Venice, but I think you can handle it. Here's how you're trying to figure that out sort of situation. 
And it made more sense to me. I feel more confident. You know, my husband, it's his first time going to Europe. So he feels more confident. Has he watched Loom? No, not yet. Have we packed? No, not yet. Yeah, but we're trying to keep a a little element of surprise for him. So I'm not going to hold him to that. (laughs) Very true. It's just been so nice because, again, I am that person who's like, how dare you derail my thought process throughout the day with this? But Jen would send it to me. And if it was during the day, I would watch it at the end of the day or in the very beginning in the morning when my brain was fresh. And it just, I don't know. I I always felt like that was just so considerate of her. Yeah. I don't think you're ever getting the best of anyone when you're making them schedule a call in the middle of the day. Whether they are a stay-at-home mom or a CEO of a company or even if they're a beach bum, I don't even know. Like if they have no other obligations, like they're still taking time away from something to be on the phone. And it's just very kind to allow for that person to not interrupt their day and do it at their own pace. To me, the wrap-up email is where I find the most protective language starts to come into play. Like, don't forget this cancellation policy. Don't forget to reconfirm your transfers 24 hours beforehand. All of these things you can write and people aren't going to read. However, if they watch it, I think they're much more likely to absorb that. You might want to put things in writing, but you have to speak the language of your clients. Yeah, like meet them where they're at. That comes more so down to knowing your clients because there are the people who work with maybe an older demographic who prefer to hop on a phone call and they're home alone. And if that's how you got to deal with them and that's how you prefer to deal with people like that, that's fine. I'm not saying that this is a one size fits all, but I would say this is this one size might fit the majority and you're looking for ways to kind of take back control of your time. I've actually been shocked who this does fit because I've tried it on various demographics. And I was like, all right, I don't know if this is going to work for them because they're the kind of client that they wanted paper documents and they just wanted that like a little bit more traditional feel. They wanted a phone call or I thought they wanted a phone call. They didn't. Three couples and they all went on this trip together. And the only time that I ever needed a phone call was to actually handle an emergency. But other than that, they the only time they wanted a call, they were about to leave the next week. I'm like, wow, I sent them their wrap-up documents like three weeks ago, and I haven't heard a peep from them. And I could see they've all watched their own loom because they were departing from different airports. So I just, I personalized that. And they said, hey, could we hop on a phone call before we go? And I was like, oh gosh, this is going to drain me because I've already provided all this information. They've watched the loom. I got on a phone call and they were like, actually, we don't really have any questions. We just wanted to like kind of touch base and just... It was more, this was like peak COVID. So people just like needed to kind of touch you and be like, I'm I'm good to go, right? Like I, I've got it all. So that was just a higher stress time. But I was shocked that they absorbed, they were accepting of the technology shift. They used the app. So you might be surprised if you're thinking, my client will never go for this. Try it out. If they don't go for it, then they don't go for it. But I say beta tested on five people at least the proposals and the wrap-ups. And at the end of your email with that wrap-up video, give them the option to schedule a call with you if they still have questions, like at the very bottom. So they have to get through the entire wrap-up email with the documents and everything and say, if you watch the video and you still have questions, feel free to schedule a call here. See how many people don't schedule a call and actually don't bother you in travel because you've reiterated where they can go I was much better at explaining what a client should do in case of an emergency vocally than I ever was in writing. 
So to me, to be able to be like, okay, here is the escalation stages. First, you're going to contact this person. Then you let me know. But the airline or the DMC or your hotel concierge, like being able to actually articulate where someone should go to get that information was just more, much more impactful. And I think it helped defer clients from calling me. If you haven't tried Loom, the takeaway that we would love is that, first of all, it's not too late to try it. Even if your workflow has not been adjusted to include this new technology, and we're not saying go ahead and jump right to creating this how we work video and then this ready for the intake call video, like start with just, I would say proposals and the wrap ups, see how it's received and go from there. Our desire is that you guys are streamlining your systems and you're working smarter, not harder, but you're also always elevating the client experience. A quick reminder before we leave you, if you are loving this podcast, we would be so, so grateful if you could take a quick little pause, go ahead, like and subscribe to this podcast, or even leave a review if you feel so moved so that we can continue to get the word out about TikToks. We're sending you a long distance cheers because you just finished another episode of TikTok. If you loved what you heard, hit subscribe and head over to the show notes for any resources and a summary of this episode. In the meantime, if you want more access to us, we are personally inviting you to join our Niche by Teak community, where we host live events, answer your questions, share destination masterclasses, and give you a front row seat to all the resources that we launch throughout the year. Plus, what's better than being surrounded by like-minded advisors that are hyping you up to succeed each day? We think nothing. Head over to www.teakhq.com backslash niche to join the community today.